Lights, camera, action. Hello and welcome to another edition of Movie Madness in association with Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Jack Harper, Keenan Bonner and Sean Shoot. We're now in the second round of the bracket and today's matchup is 2008's The Dark Knight, through after beating The Raid in round one, up against 2003's Bad Boys 2, through after defeating Mad Max Fury Road in round one. And the less said about that film, the better, isn't that right, Keenan? You are correct. Yeah. Um, Keenan, you just always, before... You always say our names in the same order. No, I don't. It's the first time I think I've said Jack's name first. That's why I've you, made a point of doing is, it today. I feel mine is always last. Yeah, it is. So I make a point of doing that also. Are <laughs> <laughs> um, you Elon Gate at the end? Oh, I've got my little rhythm now. Um, after, what, three years of doing podcasts, so I'm... Uh, Got my little uh, tune I go to, like the people on Geordie, <clears throat> people on Geordie Shore, and they do their little VTs, and they say the same rhythm no matter what they're saying. So I'm in the same kind of way. Keenan, I think what the people all want to know is, um, are you feeling okay? I don't know if you've listened to the podcast and lie if you haven't, but um, I did tell the audience the reason you weren't on last week's podcast. Uh, things got a bit too much for you during race week. Did you tell them the actual truth or did you make something up? I told them what you said. You were drinking during race week um, and Couldn't the like hangover came in a bit too soon and you said you're, you're too old for this now. Yeah, confirmed. Too old. Yeah, that's what, that's what I've passed on. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't listened to it. Um, trying to hang out the gloves, mate. That's all I'll say. But on your own wild card as well. Actually, I can confirm now. So um, I said on Monday's podcast crossover episode here there was two percent separating the first and second in the wildcard poll we did have a switch around and in fact law-abiding citizen did progress through so law-abiding citizen goes through to round two and we'll be discussing that next week up against terminator 2 so i didn't need to sell the film law-abiding to sell it but it was more of a uh, You've arranged a night out and then not turned up yourself. The loop by, oh, no, wait, no, you used to do the backdoor shuffle, wasn't it? I wouldn't have arranged a night out. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you just wouldn't have anyway, turned up to someone else's. Plenty to get into for round two. Same format as last year, well, last year, last bracket. Go through the prequels, sequels, or lack of. Uh, Still last one year, thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. The one yeah, thing yeah. we love most about the film, one nitpick... <laughs> We'll do last scene standing, which we'll explain to chat when we get there. And then finally, a line from a film that also works as a Tinder buyer. Um, <laughs> you've all sent me your scorecards in, so I'll give the results at the end of each episode. And there are some shocking ones, so uh, hold tight for that. Um, Sean, did you just drop your phone again? It's not me. I'm on a laptop. You uh, muted, so I thought you dropped your phone. Anyway, the prequels, sequels, or lack of. The Dark Knight, a bit different here because 
we did spend quite a considerable amount of time discussing Batman Begins on the Round 1 podcast. And the Dark Knight Rises may or may not be in the next bracket we're doing. So obviously we don't want to go too in-depth there. What I do have are the rumours surrounding Christian Bale and whether he come back to do Batman again. So Warner Brothers have actually reached out to him and asked if he'll play his version of Bruce Wayne on the Batman in the forthcoming Flash movie. So DC are on board the Marvel train, you know, where the multiverses are the new thing that you'd never heard the word before. And now suddenly every comic book film has their own one. So it's kind of like they're doing with the upcoming Spider-Man one, where they're going to have all the Spider-Man in there. They wanted to kind of mix in the different ones in this Flash movie. But we reached out to him. He said he's happy to do it. He has one condition which would make or break the deal. And that's he'll only come on board if Christopher Nolan approves the idea. So uh, wow, that's uh, kind of the boundary there. Um, I, I think we probably do know what Christopher Nolan's answer will be, so I wouldn't get your hopes up too much. He might kind of give in the, look, I mean, I won't stop you doing it, but I just think we had something great there, so we might not want to ruin what we had. Yeah, I think he is by far what's happened with your mic today, Jack. You're, you're sounding like a, like a prime Keenan um, or prime oh Alex. You're all loud and we're getting some rustling as well. Oh, dear. Uh, what about now? Uh, sounds like you've got to move back a bit from your mic. <laughs> I'm sat across the bed from my iPad. <laughs> Crikey, I mean, what's going on then? Um, yeah, carry on. Um, yeah, he is by far my favourite Batman. I know you disagree um, with your oh. weird fascination. Look, George Clooney's a great Batman, but I do have a question which will follow up to this, so carry on. I'm just saying that I would love to see him back as Batman. I, he is Batman for me. The yeah. first films I've enjoyed for a long time. Well, kind of what might be the boundary here is um, alongside the Christopher Nolan thing. He has actually just joined the uh, MCU. So he will play Gore the God Butcher in the new Thor movie that will have the crossover to Natalie Portman becoming the new Thor. Um, so he's the villain in that film. So I don't know if that completely closes the door, but it's certainly not going to help. Mm. Um, the question I, I did have here before we uh, go on to Bad Boys 2, and that was if you could bring back one actor to have like one more run at the superhero movie, so could be Christian Bale for Batman, could be Tobey Maguire for Spider-Man or any of the others, is Christian Bale the one you go to? 100%. Like, when you ask me that question, even if we're not on topic about Batman, that is literally the answer that you'd get from me. What about you, Keenan? I don't know. Maybe I'd like to see Downey have another crack at Iron Man. Always a big fan. Good shot. Um, I'm not sure. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say no to her. I, I actually only want to see Christian Bale as Batman if it's Christopher Nolan, though. So I, 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 I agree with him there. I'm, I'm bringing back Ben Affleck. No, you're not. No, I am. Genuine. I think if you watch this new Justice League, you can see the way they were trying to go with it. And I think he he is a good Batman. Jesus. He's just not... it. Well, it's like people complaining that Jared Leto wasn't doing 
Heath Ledger's Joker when he wasn't trying to do Heath Ledger's Joker. Jared Leto was actually a good Joker when you see the end of Justice League as well. So still yet to sit and make that four hour that four hour pill. Well, you you don't really need to, to be honest. Um, I I think I don't know if I told you this. So the film finishes and there's an epilogue where yeah they kind of close off some storylines where they've said look. Zack Snyder, we liked what you did, but we're not giving you another Justice League movie. So originally Justice League was going to be two films and mm-hmm. they were going to go the way of like a Infinity War Endgame. And so this shows the way it was kind of going to branch off. And it did look like they were onto something. So it would have been good to see him. And I, I think he would only come back if it was Zack Snyder, is my thinking, and kind of with your Christopher Nolan thing. So. Mm. it would have been a, a good to see the direction that it was going to go what about you Sean before we uh, continue um, yeah I'm probably the same I mean I'd probably say sorry Christian Bale for, for Batman again uh, or Tobey Maguire for Spider-Man I wouldn't mind seeing a bit hipster there I did actually like Andrew Garfield as uh, Spider-Man so there we go um, Bad Boys 2 then so we mentioned a bit about Bad Boys 1, obviously, when, when we did the first podcast. I think me and you found a review at the time, Keenan, where they said essentially Bad Boys 2 was the film Michael Bay would have made the first time around if he had an extra $100 million. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Bad Boys for Life on Tuesday, maybe, um, in, in prep for this. I thought it was a fun watch. I know you've seen it as well, Keenan. Oh, it's the last film. Last film I saw in a cinema. That's uh, same for me as well, Keenan, in uh, mm. in Australia. But yeah, I watched. Had had some nice nods to the second film, didn't it? You had the like Reggie in that. Um, they did act as if the two actors were in their eighties, with most of the jokes about how old they are, where mm. they're the, kind of the standard age of a policeman. But Martin Lawrence. Sec- Piled on them pounds for that role. Yeah. Or pre that role. They just kind of let the two main guys be themselves, don't they, in that role? And that's all the Bad Boys film really is. You kind of let Will Smith be Will Smith and vice versa with Martin Lawrence. So um, it's a nice way. It's a nice way to sign it off if you're going to sign it off. Because I don't think. I I don't. Maybe they will. I don't know how Bad Boys for Life did at the box office. I assume they they surprised. Um, even kind of the metrics, they surprised how well it did. Oh, okay, I, like, I would have thought it would have done well because like the second one's a like <laughs> is a very good film. So maybe maybe in ten years time they'll they will revive another one if Michael Bay still got it in him. But nostalgia is just the thing, isn't it? So yeah, people will see that. It's like the same way. Not that I still watch kind of the top end these days, but like. Edge is the main event guy in the WWE at the moment. People don't let these things go. The things that were big in the 2000s, mm-hmm. our generation don't seem to let go. So, no, maybe, maybe, maybe. Like, I don't know. Maybe they will. But if if they decide to sign it off with Bad Boys for Life, yeah, then it's not. It's, it's quite a nice way to do it. Like you said, it's just it's more that that it's more about those two, yeah, being those two rather than shit getting blown up, etc., etc. Oh, R.I.P. to Joey Pants as well. Yeah. Legend. I was thinking about Joey Pants only today because, just quickly, yeah. the irony of the award that he has in 
the rewatchables. Because yeah. what it's for being that guy, like the guy who's in the film, you never know his name. The only reason I know his name now is because of that award. It's a wonderful I irony. I hope they're paying us for that plug. My guy Bill Simmons gets what he wants. Unless they're going to start shouting out the following pod, which they Byron's should do. Not, not a fan, though, is he? I can't I, believe he's not. I've told you, I'm Legend not, of not the a game. fan. I told you, I have some resentment because I was I was paid his money to talk about sports and film. That's yeah. literally <laughs> he is everything you want to be. Basically. He doesn't even have to go out and do all the big like. like he literally sits in a studio and talks about film and sports. Like it's he's living the dream. He's legend of the game. With this, they they tried to freshen it up, didn't they? They brought in Vanessa Hudgens just before she went on her Insta story telling everyone that people will die of Corona, which <laughs> was a year ago, if you remember that. Um, I do remember that, yeah. Uh, the film's new enough that I wouldn't say what it is, but the kind of twist, or not even really a twist, just the way they continue this film in kind of the final third of it. A bit weird, but... Yeah, it was, in the end. it was strange, I guess, but I had to think of something new, maybe. Is it... I saw this being debated the other day, and despite just saying it myself, I, I do agree. Would you agree that it's a spoiler for a film to even mention the fact that there is a twist? A little bit. Because so when you, you do... say to someone like, such and such film is going to go, oh, you won't see the twist coming. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you, you sit waiting for it, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you <laughs> yeah. Can, it's, if I know... Excuse me, sorry. If I know there's a twist coming, sometimes it would take me out of watching the film a little bit because I'll just be waiting. Yeah. I might miss little little things because I'll just be waiting for the twist. Well, that was the only thing for me, really, with um, Seven when I watched it, was I didn't specifically know what the twist was. I knew the, the tagline of what's in the box. But the whole way mm. through with the the twist, I was like, is, is, that, is that the twist? And then when you see... <laughs> Spacey in the police station. I was like, is that, is that the twist? And so on. Did, did you see the twist coming in seven? Once <clears> it was at <throat> the end of it, then I was like, right, okay, yeah, I, this isn't like rocket science to work out where we're going with this. But Yeah. It's another one of those films. There's a couple that had been spoiled. I knew the ending before Usual I watched it. Usual Suspects breaks my heart because I love that film. The more I think about it, the more annoyed I am that I know the twist. I knew the twist when I watched yeah. it. I'd, I'd love to have seen it without knowing anything about it because I think it would have would have blown my mind genuinely. I'm sure it'll be in our host bracket down the line. <laughs> if, you ever, if you ever let me do one. Well, same with mine's like Sixth Sense. Mm. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I kind of knew something around it, and that sort of ruined it when I watched it for the first time. See, that's the thing about getting older now. Shoot, because if you see the if you see the name M Night Shyamalan, you're just waiting <laughs> for the twist. That's that's what you're waiting for. It's he was somewhere. nicking a living for a while. Do you reckon? But then it also reminded me I've, I'd forgotten about it. But obviously, there's a there's a massive spoiler for that in the, the Lonely Island song, uh, <laughs> isn't there? In Just in, in My Pants, which I forgot about at that time, but I remembered when I listened to it uh, recently. Why on earth are you listening to the Lonely Island recently? <laughs> it's not fucking 2005. Come it's on, got they've got the, they've got some anthems. It's got to that uh, stage of uh, of the lockdown, you know. In, I'm in a YouTube poll <laughs> at the moment. That was oh, around the time myself, of when when Lad Bible watching, was um, 
people writing things and putting lad at the end of it. And yes, there would be garbage ones where people were like, just saw a guy walk walking back from a night out playing. I just had sex by the Lonely Island. Yes, lad, and people would be going nuts for it. I hated those things so so bad. The lad in caps lock. I've actually got lad bible muted, uh, blocked on Twitter. I just hate this thing of these people. They get paid to write entire articles about a tweet. Mm. I'm surprised that they uh, obviously they're massively successful company i'm surprised they haven't like took too much of a hit like in this world that we live in now with like all of their lad well they got woke didn't they where yeah they they tweet like a conscious article every so often and even the stuff um, that's supposed to be laddie now annoys me when it was uh yeah that's just because we're getting old mate that's all that is um when it first came out they had like these i don't know if anyone else remembers this but they had like these like it was like lad rules yeah and yeah, it was I just do. like it, some of that is the stuff shoot saying like some of it now fucking earth that was on their website they'd be getting caved <laughs> yeah. for like but that always used to make me chuckle like they'd drop one of them every day and it'd be quite funny and then it was it was great for a little bit and then the, well the same as everything the money came into it and they they jumped on board and sold out as quick as they could and then it just turned to a, turned it turned a bit shit didn't it I remember the look from my mum around that time playing uh, Asher Ross I Love College through my PSP and uh, him saying uh, when it comes to condoms put two on and then he's got a thing about uh, someone being too drunk and I think Christ he got he got away with it there uh, he got a, I mean it's not not a great look if anyone hears that now but great song though um, if we Time's go on then, so... wasted mate yeah exactly um, what I love most about this movie so Keenan we'll stick with you um what do you love most about the Dark Knight? I don't know if I can say this without it sounding like really insulting, but I think it might be the opening five minutes. There's nothing wrong with that. That's probably uh, the most famous scene. It sounds as though I hate the rest. I lo- fucking love this film, but those opening five minutes. Joe, we talk about like little bits in films that get you hyped. Yeah. As soon as I see him stood on that roof and the, the camera rushes forward, I'm like, yep, we're here now. And <laughs> opening shot has been voted as one of the, the greatest opening shots in film history as well. With, one uh, 100%. Put it on the spitball in Pod Insta today, actually. 100%. It's so good. Uh, Sean, what about you? Uh, mine, mine's the same. Yeah. Um, it's it's that. But, well, I guess that's... We're, we're coming on to another category that we'll talk yeah. about soon, isn't it? Which is probably, probably the same one. Um but yeah, if I didn't put that, um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's almost sort of the status and the impact that it had. Remember when, when, when it first came out? And I think Rises kind of took that as well. But just how it wasn't just like any other superhero film, which I know is kind of yeah. a cliche now, um, no. which you get like all the time. But uh, yeah, at, at the time, just looking back at how kind of significant it was, I think. Yeah, I, I put the same down as my answer for this and did cringe slightly writing it. Um, yeah, yeah. But kind of just that it reset it and gave us a serious superhero movie without having to hear the words like gritty and things like that. But if you think the biggest superhero franchise that we'd had in recent times then, the year 
before Batman Begins comes out, um, we had Spider-Man 3. So they built Spider-Man up where after Spider-Man 2 is massive. They basically just written a blank check for Sam Raimi and said, go on, do what you want. He makes Spider-Man 3, which is hated by 90% of people that have seen it. Um, mainly for Tobey Maguire going goth, which was a thing in itself, or emo, whatever you uh, want to call it there. And it sunk the big budget superhero movies. And you look at some of the ones that were nearly made around the time, and they essentially got put off by what had happened with this franchise. Christopher Nolan obviously takes it into his own hands and they bring it back. And then nowadays, you look at the, the biggest films every year, almost always a Marvel film at the top of it. What about you, Jack? Yeah, for me, I mean, the originality of that opening scene where they're in the um, aircraft that gets take, basically taken out of that is just mental. And the fact that that's the second Wait. one. That's the third one. We're on about Dark Knight. Oh, fuck me, yeah. I forgot. Oh, my God. Well, there is that one. That one is good. It's that good. That, in this that, one, that one is also good, though. Um, yeah. But it still stands true. Like, the opening scene with all of the all the clowns being shot in the back of the head after yeah. beating their task. That is... I liked at the end as well, to be fair. I'm going to give it a bit of the end when you've got the choice between the cons going to blow up the good people the civilians going to blow up the others and the whole chaos ensuing inside the actual building where the fight and the hostage takers I don't know who's mic that is going mental there I think it's you Jack ah it's one of you um, Bad Boys Bad Boys 2 then um, and what we love most about this film I'll echo what said earlier and what we've said on the pod the first time around, um, I, I just love the fact that it's unashamedly Michael Bay. They've just given him and said, just create a film in your own image, essentially. Um, everyone in the films appears to be making the film that they want to be making. It takes every action cliche and jams it into one feature-length film. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's the thing for me. What about you, Sean? Uh, for me, it's just Will, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, just a, as, as a duo. Um, that's, and, and just, yeah, just how just easy and perfect it is to watch. Like you can, it's such a rewatchable uh, film. You could say franchise, including the first and the third one. Um, but yeah, j- just them as a duo and their chemistry. Uh, Keenan, what about you? I don't, know who, I don't know who's making that noise. What noise? Yes, you, Keenan. Have you unplugged that headset? No, I can't unplug it. I wouldn't be on the call. Oh, well, something's, something's <laughs> gone. You, you're coming out really loud. You sound like you're in like an air raid chamber. I don't know if the mic's too close or something. There is actually nothing I can do to fucking complete this part, is there? Christ alive, man. It's, it's coming back to normal, but it was the same as it was doing with Jack earlier. You're coming out really loud. I'll make every possible adjustment that I can. Well, it's working now, so stick, stick with whatever you're many, doing now. How many different headphones have you used? Um, oh, mate. different seating positions you've been in? Fuck me, it's, mate, trying to get through one of these pods is like doing like a yoga class. <laughs> I, I, manage, I manage it, all right? Oh, aren't you the lucky one? Just give me, what do you love most about Bad Boys 2? Michael Bay. 
and blowing shit up. Jack, what about you? It's hard to really argue with that point because that's exactly why you watch it. It's not for anything. It's the wisecracks of Will Smith and to see stuff get blown the fuck up. So, yeah, those two things that I just mentioned, I'd say. Shout out, I've got Johnny Tapia as well. Well, we go on from what we love to to the nitpick. And uh, the nitpick for me for The Dark Knight, I said it first time around, the ending. I get it. I just don't like it. Um, It annoys me each time. It just feels anticlimactic. And, uh, yeah, that's the issue for me. What about you, Sean? Oh, probably the same. I'd say I can't really think there wasn't too, I didn't really have too many nitpick, nitpicks but yeah I, I, I guess I probably would say the same the end Keenan um yeah the ending actually does the more I think about it the more the more the ending lets the film down him leaving the Joker the the bit with Harvey Dent I don't hate I don't hate that much the leaving the leaving the Joker hanging upside down always annoys me because you just miss that moment of actual comeuppance don't you yeah so can you you understand why they're not going to kill him off but mm. it's like you don't have to do it quite like this like we need each other so we'll just let each other carry on doing our mm. business uh what about you jack yeah i think it is has to be that because batman's justification that he doesn't kill anyone he's effectively killed hundreds of people because the joker will go on to escape and kill people <laughs> that's what he does so Batman, instead of killing one person, has now killed hundreds. Yeah. Um, Bad Boys 2, the nitpick, it's it's just a little bit too long. I understand you've got to get it all in, but maybe you can have one or two less explosions or or something. It, It doesn't need to be as long as it is, so that would be my nitpick. And it kind of takes away from some of the rewatchability for me. What about you, Sean? Uh, yeah, you could probably be similar. I guess it is a, li- a little bit too long. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing. Like, Obviously, there's some elements that are a bit ridiculous, but that's what Michael Bay film is. That's not what you're watching it for. So yeah, uh, um, same as you. What about you, Jack? Yeah, I, I think my nitpick, I'm like, I know what I'm signing up for when I sit down and watch a Bay film. Um, however, I feel like the storyline was made to fit the stunts and not the stunts made to fit <laughs> the storyline. Which I know exactly, that's exactly how it's supposed mm. to be. But that would be my nitpick. We keeping you up, Sean? <laughs> yeah. Christ. Keenan, uh, what's your nitpick for um, Bad Boys 2? That they don't go even further. Genuinely, it's, there are certain <laughs> scenes in this film. Go. There's certain scenes in this film. That one on the highway, I want even more carnage. Just that little ten minute strip. Just pile even more in there. Like when he's the boat and it, like the boat's flipping. I want that launching into fucking cars and just explosions left, right, and center. That's actually how I would change that film. If they were like, "Oh, you could have another ten mil," what would you do? I would pump all ten million into that highway scene. All right. Um... Maybe so I want to see. I'm thinking that maybe I wanted to see. Maybe I wanted Reggie to be in it a bit more. <laughs> maybe Reggie could have had a storyline where Reggie was actually undercover as part of the Haitians, and then they go on a date and they try and kidnap the daughter. So they wanted to change the entire plot of the uh, film. Essentially, yeah. Well, no, it doesn't have to be the entire plot. Just just a tiny little subplot. What? 
last scene standing. So, Jack, um, for your benefit, if you don't know, and uh, for any people that didn't listen to the last bracket, um, I don't know if you ever watched Hell's Kitchen, and this is how I explained it last time, but essentially, if you consider we've got a throne, and each week we have a scene from each film, and you have to knock off the film from the week before, all that carries through. So it could be a scene from one of these two films that as we get into the last episode of uh, round two, that could still be perched on the throne going up there. So I think we had the spa scene from That's My Boy made it through to the last week, did it not? It did. It did. And then it was eventually taken away by the <laughs> ending of The Hangover. And that's mm. the one last scene standing. So you can correct me if you want to uh, change them. I think we were quite strict last time, weren't we, in what we classed as a scene. Like It, it can't be a whole 10 minutes. It's kind of a, a shortish two, three minute, however we kind of did it last time. I think it mm-hmm. was, if you YouTube it, it's going to be a little clip there. Uh, the ones I had down here were the intimidating Reggie scene from <laughs> Bad Boys 2. And from the Dark Knight, I wasn't sure. on the uh, Interrogating the Joker was the first one it came to mind, but I'd be uh, open to hearing if there's something else other people could suggest. I thought, the I don't know if we consider that entire heist at the start to be too long. So I'd give you that as the opening scene because it's then switches. Yeah, doesn't I'll it? take what uh, I, was, I wasn't sure. That's why. Uh, yeah, those are the two. The two I had written down were Reggie, the Reggie interrogation, and the Dark Knight opening scene. Presumably, just the, you'll tell me the highway chase is too long in Bad Boys Two. Um, I can't really remember how long it was, but if I was picking one from Bad Boys <laughs> Two, it probably would be the Reggie scene over the chase. It's, it's pretty fucking long. It goes on for about 10, 12 minutes. It's fucking great. I mean, uh, my my vote here is... for what would sit on the perch for week one would be the intimidating Reggie scene if I was picking one from the two. Uh, as another one from Bad Boys, it would be the Haitian house shootout. Yeah, that's a good chat. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe destroying Johnny Tapia's house in Cuba. Mm-hmm. My uh, my pick, though, would be the opening scene out of the Dark Knight. Uh, Sean? Uh, I think I'll go for the Intimidating Reggie scene just based on hit per minute. Or hit per second, sorry. Um, Jack? I'm going for the house destruction at the end. Bazookas, everything, explosions. Like, for action, it's just fucking garbage. They drive well, a hammer through a mansion as well, which is always meant. It, that as well, yeah. That I mean, that's the sprinkles on top of the cherry on top of it. <laughs> I mean, that does mean that the intimidating <laughs> Reggie scene is the one that's perched on, on top because <laughs> we had two votes for that and uh, <laughs> only one for the others. So as we head into episode two, the intimidating Reggie scene is on how? the road for uh, the last like, scene standing. <laughs> how? Like, like... <laughs> we had two votes for that. Um, no, no, I can do that. I can do the math. Sorry, yeah, no, it's not the one, two, three, four that's got me confused. It's more the <laughs> what the fuck. Well, it's <laughs> a great scene and it's memorable, and I was going to choose it, but I had to stop myself from my usual. <laughs> I'm going to place Jim Carrey in this film. So if we, pick, um, you know what? I'm going to pick some action in this action bracket. This is like a, it's like a sixteen seeds, just not out of one seed. 
Yeah. That's what? a Cinderella story to start with. Well, we'll set the pace. We've still, we've still got two more episodes to do tonight, so will it be top at the end of the night? I'm not sure. We'll see how we go. Finally, then, before I give you the results, um, a line from the film that also works as a Tinder bio. Um, any suggestions from anyone? I do have a couple written down, as I did last time. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a dog chasing cars. Wouldn't know what to do with one if I got one. Uh, well, the two I've got, one from Bad Boys. Uh, my ass still hurts from what you did to it. <laughs> and then let's put a smile on that face was the dark night one. <laughs> yeah, from, I, I was going to go along the lines of um, I like them with a little fight where you're going to love me. I had, it's a bit um, creepy, but we'll make it work. Uh, I mean, a lot of mine today do fit under that. I sent one to Keenan yesterday, which I won't include to Man on Fire. Um, <laughs> with the, I got the, the never start with the head. The victim gets all fuzzy. Uh, <laughs> what's hiding under that makeup from uh, Lieutenant Gordon? You ever you ever made love to a man and do you want to from Mike Lowry? <laughs> and uh, when you pop me from behind, I think you damage some nerds. <laughs> Oh, actually, Captain Howard as well. I've got a police commissioner so far up my ass. If he spits, he's coming out my mouth. Set the tone early, though. Huh? Imagine actually having that as the bite. People are going to be so freaked out. I've still got mine from wedding crashes. Um, I don't know if people think I'm serious, though. What is it? We only use 10% of our our brains. I think we use 10% of our hearts. Although I'm not sure my bio is the issue there. So we'll leave it there. (laughs) Is it not Rule 97, play like a champ, no excuses? No, it's not, no. Um, I'll put that on my my gravestone. So this was a a closely run vote here. Uh, Eventually, it did go 7-5 to the Dark Knight. So the Dark Knight has progressed. Uh, It won the uh, preference category. Rewatchability was a tie. Best quote was a tie. Uh, then Dark Knight goes on a run of best moment scene, MVP, most menacing villain. Side character was a tie. Action per minute and kill count went to bad boys. Most creative use of weaponry was a sweep for the Dark Knight. Best soundtrack went to bad boys too. Sean was the only one to go for Dark Knight there. It's a great score, but can't forget in a circle. Originality and bigger impact went to the Dark Knight. And then ending and chemistry went to bad boys too. So that was your 7-5 scoreline. I'm very surprised. It's almost disrespectful that Joey Pants hasn't won Best Side Character. It's a big mate. Joey Pants. And then you've got Gary Oldman. What do you want me to do? That's that's a rock and a hard place if I've ever known one. We are saying this. Sean, I actually think think you may have gone for the Dark Knight with your side character. (laughs) I swear to fuck he does this every time. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that as he said it then. Did I? I'll I'll have to go back and check. Have a a look. Anyway, that concludes this episode. We'll have two more that'll be on the feed now, so get onto those straight away. Enjoy your Friday.